0: You're listening to Arc Radio podcast. alaikum ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to Green Dean, your early morning environmental wake-up call. Today we are going to be talking, as we have been this weekend, about travel, about active travel, sustainable travel, and all things travel that we can possibly think about. Today, later on in the show, we're going to be cho- joined by Matt McDonald from Sustrans. Sustrans is an organisation which works across much of Scotland looking at putting in place different ways to support people to actively travel. So talking about active travel, as you know yesterday we were speaking to Sugufta Anwar from Bikes for Good and we were talking about why it's so important to get people involved in active travel and why it's so important to get people involved from an environmental point of view because obviously there's lots of other points of view and lots of different reasons why people should get involved in active travel which we'll be talking later on in the show to matt about but we were talking to sugar about the environmental impacts now obviously as you all know cars are, are are not always the best way of travel because of the level of pollutants and especially diesel cars you know they are really up there with with affecting our, our climate with our atmosphere you know a lot of the roads in central glasgow are really polluted like above and beyond government recommendations for what is permissible for an area so this obviously for our health is really bad but also for the environment is really bad and you know we were talking about different different ways that we can we can change our our way of traveling around the city that can support us to, to be more environmentally friendly, but also the, the Glasgow City Council, Scottish Government are also doing things around the city to, to try and counteract all of these pollutions that are in the city. So I don't know if anyone of, of you have seen it near Goma, um, the modern art gallery. They have put up this moss wall and it's a living wall which got we bench on it, it's really nice, you can sit there and relax. Basically the point of this is that it sucks in all of the pollutants and then gives out nice fresh air. And if you remember from a way back at the beginning of the show, we talked about carbon and the production of, of carbon and CO two emissions and all this kind of stuff and how it's been released into the atmosphere. And that one of our big issues it, there's there's no more sinks left or, or the sinks are kind of running out. If you can remember, I know it's a little while ago and we're all fasting and so the memory is not lasting that long. Well for me anyway it's kind of fading pretty quickly. But we were talking um, to Kenny Taylor from Scottish Natural Heritage about peat bogs, and peat bogs in Scotland are what's called a sink, it's a natural sink. So what it does is it grabs in all the carbon and if we disturb it, then it releases all the carbon. So it, it can be detrimental for, for lots of reasons when these are disturbed, but plants, and especially the plants that you'll see in the city centre in these moss walls that are going out, are carbon sinks will so soak in all the carbon and, and just hold it there. And so long as we don't disturb it, I mean, obviously, if you walk up and you give it a wee touch, that's not going to be disturbing it and you're not going to be releasing all <laughs> our carbon back into the air and undoing all that great work. But so long as we, we pretty much will leave it alone to do its thing, it will absorb the carbon, it will improve the atmosphere and the conditions around us and it will just make the city centre a nicer, fresher, better place to be. We also spoke um, about different forms of travel. So, obviously... There, there is cycling and there's walking and it's taking public transport, but a lot of us do still have to drive. You know, as some of you may know, um, I recently changed my job, so I'm now based in Falkirk, so it's not really cycle distance for me anymore. As you all know, I gave up my car last year in order to, to cycle backwards and forwards to work, but, you know, unfortunately I cannot do that anymore to Falkirk, because otherwise I'd have to leave the crack of dawn and be back. Well, who knows, I might still be cycling back when it's time to go back to work. Anyway, But I've had to get a car now in order to to counteract, you know, the distance and counteract the time it's taken me to travel and all this kind of stuff. So what I'm thinking of doing and what we did last year working at Almazan and also I know that other organisations like Green Dean and Wesrec, sorry, not Green Dean, Green Guardians and Wesrec and other organisations offer this climate friendly driving classes so that you can go to learn how to drive in a way that not only is going to save the environment, because it's going to teach you how to use less fuel, less wear and tear in your car, and all these kind of stuff, which is amazing, it's also going to save you money, which is even better. You know, think about this, folks, we're doing a good deed, we're protecting Allah's beautiful creation, you know, Allah has provided us with this creation for us to live on, and we have to protect it, and in protecting it, we can also save some money, What more do you want? A good deed that saves you cash. And then that cash, you know, you can go and spend on whatever you want. And if you want to use that cash to do another good deed by giving to charity, feeding the homeless, especially during this time of Ramadan, feeding those who are fasting, we all know the rewards and the benefits we get out of that. But alhamdulillah, we could have got that money from doing a good deed. How many good deeds do you want out of one action? And when we're talking about the environment, the good deeds are just endless absolutely endless when we are talking about environmental protection so yes these driving classes so you can go along to these classes which I, I'm pretty sure Glasgow City Council do some as well but you go along and they teach you how to drive sustainably and more efficiently so they teach you the right speeds to be driving at you know driving at the the limits on the streets is not the right speeds at all time especially when you're trying to be more fuel efficient, so they teach you the right um, speeds, the right distances to be driving behind other people, the right braking you know they teach you things like not idling now, I have to be honest and say, I have worked a lot around the city and in one of my previous jobs and you all know where that is there was a lot of idling went on there. To me, I don't understand why people would idle their engine. Idling, for anyone who is not sure what idling means, it means that you're leaving your car engine running while you're stationary. And I'm not talking about traffic lights and things like that, because, well, turning it off and on if you don't have start-stop technology would be a bit crazy every time you had to stop your car. But I mean when you've dropped your kids off at class and you're just sitting there waiting for them or you've stopped at the side of the street, you know, to break your fast, anything like that, and you're just sitting there and while you're sitting there, your engine is running. Now, some people might go, oh, well, it's because it's hot and my air condition's on, which is even worse because that costs us even more money. But a lot of people leave their car engine on. And what this is doing is it's putting pollutants for absolutely no reason, because you're not even travelling, you're not going anywhere, you're just randomly sitting there waiting. And you're putting pollutants into the atmosphere. Now, the person standing right next to you is gonna be really polluted, so if that person's got asthma or anything like that, that's gonna be awful. But then you're also putting it into the atmosphere, and that's choking up the atmosphere. And on top of that, and this is this is crazy, you're idling your engine, you're not going anywhere, sitting there randomly, and you're pouring money down the drain. You're basically, take a handful of cash, and you can go and do this right now, take a handful of cash and go and drop it in your toilet and flush it, and it'll disappear. That's what you're doing when you're idling your engine. So a lot of this environmental stuff, as we keep saying week after week, a lot of people go, oh, but it's so much effort, so much energy. Turning your engine off and saving money is absolutely no energy, folks. Seriously, there is nothing involved. You turn your key, it's not that difficult. And also it's saving you money. Everything we do in the environment, and I'm really hoping by this point that we're getting this through this show, everything that we're doing is saving us cash it's saving us money you know when I was cycling backwards and forwards to to Almazam and I'd managed to give up my car I wasn't having to pay for tax insurance MOT I wasn't having to pay to fix my car all the time you know I know a lot of people live in areas in the city where you have to pay to park your car you know so I wasn't having to pay for any of that which was absolutely fabulous it saved me a bundle and then I know a couple of weeks ago we were speaking about energy efficiency, and also last week we were speaking about food waste. 430 to 60 pounds per average, per household, thrown away that kind of money in food waste. So think, over a year, if you're being environmentally friendly, so you're driving more efficiently, or you're getting rid of your car altogether, you're not having your food waste, you know, you're being more proactive, and your energy efficiency is going up. So you're being more efficient with your energy consumption in the house, so you're not using as much gas and electricity, you could be saving over a thousand pounds, and that's just with tiny little acts. Could you imagine a thousand pounds? If somebody walked up right out to you and said, if you do three little things, drive a little bit better, turn off your light switches, and don't, and don't throw your food in the bin, you know, eat it or consume it in some other way, and, and we'll give you a thousand pounds, you would go, yes! yes please that's amazing please give me that thousand pounds but we're not thinking about that when we're doing all this waste what we're doing is we're going oh it doesn't mean anything oh it's all fine but start trying to think of it in that way you're going to save yourself money not be flushing it away you are going to be helping the environment and you're going to be pleasing Allah and pleasing Allah is the most important thing for us really let's be honest this is the most important thing And why would Allah not be pleased that we're looking after his creation, that we're treating it in a way that that we've been asked to, to save it and to look after it for now and in the future? I mean, really, it is so important. It's so important. But in pleasing Allah, we're also able to put a bit more money back in our pockets and a bit more breathing space back in our environment. But folks, that's enough of me rambling on just now. Now we're going to go to Matt who's very kindly joined us in the studio um, from Sustrans. Matt welcome thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Great no it is absolutely our pleasure. So Sustrans I know that this is maybe an organization that a lot of people haven't heard of so can you tell us a bit about what is Sustrans?
1: Of course yeah Sustrans are a charity uh, working to encourage more people to walk and cycle Mm -hmm. and we do that in a a variety of ways. We work uh, in, in constructing and building um, infrastructure, which uh, enables okay. more cycling and walking. And we do face-to-face oh, wow. face work, interventions, meeting people you know, in schools, yeah. in the street, and, and trying to encourage people to, to uh, walk, empower them with the skills that they need to, to walk and cycle more.
0: Oh, amazing. So you the organization is a charity and it's there to support people on their journey into more active, more sustainable travel.
1: Absolutely that's us. Yeah, we've been uh, been around for a number of years. I think we're most famous for the National Cycle Network. Um yep. but more recently we've got two uh, very big um grant funding schemes that we uh, provide funding to local authorities, community groups, anyone that's got an idea for um a, a, you know a, a construction project that will enable more cycling and walking called Community Links and Community Links Plus.
0: Oh wow, so basically you can give people money to, to make it easier for them to cycle if they want to build stuff that's going to make it easier for cycling around is it just around the cities or is it it's
1: in other it's areas it's across scotland um so really anywhere that um there is an opportunity to enable more cycling and walking then we'll consider it
0: oh wow that's amazing that's fabulous and I mean, think, you know, fortunately in Glasgow we have lots of parks and stuff that we can go walking and cycling in, but more and more people are wanting to commute by bike and by, by foot. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the fact that you can provide grants in order to support people to do this is is fabulous, that's great, and it means... I know up in Victoria Road there's a bit mm-hmm. going on up there, but obviously we'll we'll talk about that a okay. bit later on in the show. But also the cycle networks that you said a, a minute ago that mm-hmm. people will probably know you better for just now, mm-hmm. if you can just tell us... Because there are a few people who are, are very new to cycling, what are the cycle networks? What 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 do they do?
1: Well, the National Cycle Network was a it was a Millennium um, I, I forget the title here. So it was a, a big lottery funded Millennium project. Okay. Um, back in, in the sort of well the turn of the Millennium, yeah. and it was connecting communities all around uh, the whole of the UK with a big network of uh, what we what we were hoping to achieve was kind of safe. Uh, routes so oh, it's definitely and it's uh, yeah it's a great thing
0: so these are all these little signs that you see roundabout that have their blue and they have the wee bike in exactly the number it. 7 or 75 and ah that's right so that's you can follow these all around Scotland
1: all around Scotland and we've got some pretty special ones in Scotland oh, NCN 78 being particularly beautiful
0: oh brilliant where does that take you
1: from Oban to Fort well actually from uh, Campbelltown to Inverness but Oban to Fort William uh, part is incredible and I would encourage oh, anyone beautiful. to go and go and cycle that
0: definitely i've done the one from glasgow to bowling and uh-huh. in fact actually i went to Balloch on it and and it was beautiful it was lovely but yeah that sounds lovely doing it up and open for whirlwind countryside around there is, is absolutely amazing does, so that would be fabulous so you could do like a whole holiday doing that
1: absolutely yeah i mean amazing. you can there, there's a lot of cycle touring it's, it's quite a popular area actually a burgeoning area is a cycle mm-hmm. tourism and oh, wow, um, people yeah. just you know hopping on their bikes Packing the, the the sort of essentials and and, and off you go.
0: Amazing! That yeah. sounds absolutely fabulous, and and that's what you want to encourage. You want to encourage people to get on their bikes and get on their feet for all kinds of reasons, any reason, you know, commuting or or for for going on a holiday for anything. That's, that's
1: Ab- great. absolutely yeah, absolutely. We've got a wide range of projects. I think the main focus with Community Links and Community Links Plus is always that kind of. Um, S- cycling and walking for a reason for a purpose so yeah. rather than for leisure but mm-hmm. we but we uh, wholeheartedly uh, support you know leisure cycling as well.
0: No definitely because i mean think a lot of people like to tour Scotland I, I know that there's a lot of routes up up north for for driving on but if you could encourage people to take instead of their driving holiday a cycling holiday i mean that would be amazing.
1: Absolutely yeah and, and i know that that's um, something that the scottish government are are keen to do as well. Um, fabulous. Yeah they recently in their programme for government, uh, I think they, they announced that they would like to create an off-road um, route like the North Coast 500, which I think you were sort of referencing. Yeah, yeah, so.
0: definitely. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, so yeah. somewhere that people on their bikes, because especially up north, a lot of those roads are quite narrow and a bit a bit sketchy yeah, for yeah. <laughs> cycling on, but, you know, that would be fabulous. Yeah. But so tell us, I mean, this sounds like an amazing organisation and, and working at so many different levels all at once. What's your role within the organisation?
1: Um, so my official title is Head of Infrastructure Project Delivery. Well, that sounds uh, very fancy. <laughs> I know. Um, but what that means is that I oversee Community Links and Community Links Plus, uh, which are big grant funds. Excellent. We've also yeah. got a couple of uh, other funds called Safe Routes to School and the uh, Adjunctions Programme. Okay. So we're just working with our partners to really um, create High-quality uh, places and spaces that that, that create, you know, livable neighbourhoods and mm-hmm. um, connect communities to, to the places that they need to go.
0: That's fabulous. That sounds amazing. And and with a very fancy title, actually, it's a very <laughs> fancy job as well. You well, know, you're you're getting people out there and and getting on their bikes in the community.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I love it, and I feel very lucky. It's uh, it's an exciting uh, job, and it's uh, an exciting organisation to work for. So it's uh, it's, it's Definitely. great. Definitely.
0: Yeah. No, that's fabulous. And and. Obviously, you've, you've had this job for, for a little while, but how did you get into working in active travel? And what was it that made you want to get involved in working with active travel? Mm. Do
1: you want the, the long version or the short version?
0: I, I want the <laughs> honest version. <laughs>
1: the honest version, well, yeah. um, so they're both honest, but <laughs> I, I'll try and keep it relatively short. I, 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 um, when I was 18 years old, my mum and No, dad no, no,
0: you can take your time, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: When I was 18 years old, my mum and dad gave me um, a little bit of money Mm-hmm. Uh, from, from, you know, savings that they'd been uh, pulling together. And I, at that time, was in a commuter town outside Edinburgh. Okay. Um, and the obvious thing to do would have been t- to buy a car. Well, yes. So all my mm-hmm. friends had bought cars. And uh, I was quite into to mountain biking at the time. huh. And I I just I spent it all on a, on a bike. And oh, It wow. was the best thing that I ever did because I, I actually started to commute from that town into Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Um, and back then, there weren't many people, you know, there, there wasn't any infrastructure, and, and there weren't that many people kind yeah. of, that you would meet on the road cycling.
0: Can I just say, you say back then, but you're not actually as, as old as, as saying back <laughs> then would come across. It is really only a really recent thing that infrastructure is getting so kind of popular and it is really getting this push because yeah. people are trying to commute more and more but that's great that you were there at the coal face at the, at the forefront of of being <laughs> one of those commuters trying to trying to do it which helped encourage you know governments and organizations to get where we are today
1: yeah and I, so i suppose that just feeling the benefit of that was in, was incredible yeah. you know as you see saving money but also just your your physical health and and Definitely. Your, your, you know your mental wellbeing as well it just it's a nice feeling to, to sort of hop off the bike and yeah. and, and and into Work or back home, and um, so that really inspired me. And I, I actually studied zoology, which is not related oh to wow, this at all. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. Um yeah. But then after that, after uni, I, I saw an opportunity to work with for a local authority uh, promoting cycling and walking. And uh, yeah, and I haven't looked back since, it's just that's it's been amazing 10 years. And yeah, I love it.
0: That's absolutely fabulous, and it just shows all the different ways like you can get into it. You know, we've had different obviously individuals coming on and speaking about their stories, and we've had people doing it from volunteering to doing the university route Mm. and to doing the just the the passion and and that's why you got involved just the sheer passion and that's really important that you know that you are passionate about the area and it's something that you want to do and want to encourage others because quite often that is the best way to engage people is is to show them how passionate you are about a thing which is fabulous
1: absolutely yeah no i mean it was it was definitely the passion that 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 drove me into into this area, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very thankful for it. No,
0: definitely, yeah. that's brilliant, that's absolutely brilliant, and obviously we mentioned there about, um, about commuters and being mm-hmm. able to commute and things like that, so I know that there's a lot of work going on around Glasgow, as I said, up in Victoria Road itself, you know, the whole it's road right, has yeah. been thrown into chaos, <laughs> which people might not be too happy about right now at the moment, but obviously it's the long-term benefits that people are looking for, so can you tell me a bit more about what work is going on around Glasgow, and why our roads are being thrown into chaos? <laughs> Sorry to say.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm happy to. Well, I'll start with I'll start with Victoria Road. So yeah, it's definitely. A, a project that I've been working on for a few years, and I'm and I'm very proud of. I, I think Excellent. I know that I know that um, Sipa had actually closed the the road before us, so I think it gave this perception that the th- work uh-huh, was ongoing. Parades, oh, yeah, because okay. it was it was water work going on. Yeah. Um, oh, that was
0: connected to the park, yes, right, of course right. oh, but These environmental sector people I know, <laughs> what
1: we like, what we like
0: I know, they're brilliant
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean that project is aiming to, to really change the, the place and the space To, yeah. make, to make it not just a, a, a thoroughfare that you travel through yeah. But a destination, oh, you know wow, uh-huh. So a, a beautiful place to socialise in, to shop yeah. in um, and to live in no, that's um, brilliant So yeah, it's going to have, it's going to be the, uh, we, we think it's the UK's first um, Copenhagen uh, style of segregation, which just means that you've got your footway at the highest level and then it drops down a little bit into the cycleway and then it drops down further into the road Oh, okay oh um, fabulous. But that creates a very uh, very safe space yeah. um, for people and we're quite excited about um, the, how the top section's looking at the minute, and you can go along and have a look, it's right beside uh, Queen's Park just now
0: yeah definitely and it's also passing the door of bikes for goods which which is just another reminder of of why this is happening and and what it's for and it's to get people out and about and being active you know yeah
1: yeah, absolutely and we've been working with uh and we've also been working with south seeds who are are, who are opposite brilliant Um,
0: both organizations we've had in the show actually yeah which is really good they're amazing again
1: very passionate yeah uh, and uh, yeah, and actually it's worth mentioning that we will be launching um, community a community grant fund uh, in relation to the South City Way oh okay. um, so for communities along the South City Way that will be launching uh, quite shortly and that's any, any kind of project that will uh, enable more cycling and walking so it could be cycle training, it could be little bits of infrastructure, you know maybe um, cycle parking or uh, lockers or that kind of thing so that will be launching uh, shortly
0: That's fabulous. And how will people be able to access this fund?
1: Well, what I would suggest is um, the best thing to do is to just Google uh, Sustrans Showcase. Okay. um, And that will give you lots of information about all of our Community Links Plus projects. And on there, um, we'll make an announcement about the... um, and And follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, definitely because we'll make announcements on social media as well
0: oh that's brilliant that's really good you know we've we've had um, a couple of organizations have come on who've told us about upcoming either fundings or events or something and this is brilliant because it's it's meaning that the community can understand more of what's get going on out there and also what they can access to help and support them and and so that they can make their area more usable yeah. for themselves which is which is absolutely fabulous.
1: Great. Yeah. No, I mean we f- for us the communities have to be at the heart of our projects, you know. Definitely. Um so we 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 do very deep and kind of meaningful engagement with the community and we yeah. change the designs based upon the feedback. Oh, very and good. And we're also delivering um a project called iBike along the South City Way. Okay. So for all the schools that are along the South City Way, we've got an officer who's in there um teaching kids how to cycle, empowering the school to deliver their own cycling and walking events. Um, so yeah, we co- communities are, are totally, well they're, they're in the title aren't they, Community, yeah. links, community links Plus, but <laughs> Gives it's, that it's first and foremost for no, us. No,
0: definitely, yeah. and that's brilliant, and that's, that's another thing that we've been talking about recently, is that how important it is for communities to get involved and get engaged, because the environment, environmental protection and active travel and all these things are never going to happen unless the community is engaged with it. You know, so the government can yeah. bring out all these policies and all these, these things and go, this is what we should be doing. Yeah. But unless the community gets behind it, it it's not going to take off. And it's great that so many communities are getting behind it. It's just fabulous.
1: Definitely. No, no, that's true. And uh, we, 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 the route itself will actually go right into the, the city centre and it will it will be quite close to the mosque. Oh, uh, wow, fabulous. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I know, well, we'd love to it's do uh, some work with uh, the mosque in the future as well. Definitely, um, so. and
0: I know that Glasgow Central Mosque actually had a um, CCF funded project before. And, oh, I
1: um, heard about that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they brought in a bike shelter mm. and all this kind of stuff, so they are big into their active travel <laughs> there at oh, Central great. Mosque, which is fabulous. Um, now, obviously, Victoria Road is, is an important part, and this is something that, as you said, you're really passionate about and you feel very strong about because you've been really involved. But what else is going on in Glasgow?
1: Oh well, they've uh, Glasgow are a very exciting local authority to be to be working with. So, oh, that's always um, good to hear. Yeah, yeah, and and actually, um, Anna Richardson, who I think is a councillor for Langside. Sorry, Anna, if I got that wrong, but I think it is, <laughs> okay. um, is the convener for uh, carbon reduction and sustainability, and she is a passionate cyclist. Oh, and brilliant! The, and has got really exciting plans for the for the. Future, yeah. Um, but we've we've also recently completed the Southwest City Way. Oh, okay. Where's um, that? Which is it's oh well, it starts at Tradeston and kind of heads south yeah. uh, towards Pollock Shaw's. Um, okay. But a, a segregated route, so it's it's absolutely fantastic. I'd highly recommend the listeners to go and check it out if they want to.
0: Definitely, I think is this the one that runs past Shields Road Underground and?
1: I think it might. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I
0: think now we previous years I, I was working in Almazan and, and mm. running a, a, an active travel uh-huh. group or part of an active travel group and we would use that, oh, that city way quite often which Good. was brilliant and also Good. I have to be honest I live right round the corner from there Oh dear. and and my husband and I are often out cycling that way into the city centre Fantastic. and round about, yeah it's brilliant really really good oh yeah. that's
1: good that's great i mean that's that's what we want to hear and actually
0: definitely what
1: we what we did with that was well our design standards are always based around uh designing for an unaccompanied 12 year old to cycle oh wow okay Um so it's you know because we want people of uh, kind of all um abilities to, to be able to cycle on this definitely um, and know, it's so
0: important to be engaging young people with it because yeah, if we get yeah. them while they're young then hopefully they'll be active travelers throughout throughout their whole life
1: that's it yeah it's a life skill isn't it and it's um, it gives you independence it's a very low cost way of getting around keeps you fit yeah, yeah so, definitely
0: you know. so talking about keeping fit what are the benefits of active travel of getting out there on your bike and and traveling about what what are the benefits of this
1: there are so many benefits i think the the the, the o- most obvious one is that you, you're going to save a lot of money travel travelling's you know it's not cheap no um <laughs> And this is a very practical way, and and a and a quick way to get around for yeah. for any kind of journey that's about um, five miles, mm-hmm. so seven kilometres is is totally you know in in a city is normally uh, much quicker by bike or at least as quick.
0: Definitely, and actually, I I have to be honest and say when previously I did have a car, um, I used to. I used to drive from Central Mosque to my house. It's about Uh two miles. And my husband has been an active traveller for for a long time. And he cycles. And quite often we would leave the mosque at the same time. Uh And he would get home before me. Because of the traffic lights. And because of, you know, I couldn't go up certain streets. And all this kind of stuff. And he would think that was absolutely hilarious. But (laughs) so it it just shows that it's so true. That it is true that that cycling is much quicker often.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's just a very convenient thing. Um, and, and it keeps. Uh, I find it's really good for the way you feel. You know, yep. I just I think that I feel better when I cycle to work. Definitely. Um, and, and obviously the the, the long term health benefits as well. It's, it's something yep. that really uh, keep, keeps you keeps you fit and healthy.
0: Definitely, because but not just physically. Like it can emotionally and mentally keep you healthy as well. Definitely, you know, cycling yeah. can be great for your your emotional health and for your mental health and really help to to release stress and anxiety. That's and right. I mean, think about that. You're leaving work. You know, you've had a really stressed day. You jump in your car and you're having to sit in all that traffic and be all uptight again. Whereas you can jump in your bike and and cycle and you can pick a route that possibly goes through a park or goes through some really nice, you know, quiet wee streets that, that you maybe couldn't drive down and all that kind of stuff and can just help you get rid of all the stress of the day. And again, it's one of these things, and I know that I keep going back to all the different things that we can do, but in cycling... You know, it helps you physically, it helps you emotionally, it helps you psychologically, it helps your purse, and it helps the environment. It's helping so many things at once. I mean, what's not to like about
1: this? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a really, it's a fantastic thing. And it's also, uh, bikes are quite cool. (laughs) yeah no bikes are very cool yeah Yeah, yeah, although
0: i have to be honest and say i have um i have a bit of a girly bike i've got my basket there in the front i've got my rack on the back for my panniers you know i I love my basket got my shopping in it in fact i love my basket so much my husband put a basket on his bike as well yeah and he was a wee bit worried people would laugh at him but then he was like i don't care no that's trendy yeah it's very trendy now no it's brilliant You know, but that's the thing, it is trendy now, and it wasn't that trendy before cycling, so it wasn't something that was encouraged, whereas in other countries, it's been really trendy for a long time to cycle. So, comparatively, Scotland compared to other countries, where are we looking, really, when it comes to our active travel? You know, are we doing well, are we trying to do well, or how how are we comparatively to other places?
1: It's an it's an interesting question. I mean, we if you look at the rates of cycling, we we we're, we're nowhere near the big kind of cycling cities and yeah. places and, and and towns, but actually we are we're making a big difference there are in in the kind of cities and towns now there are um ever increasing numbers of people cycling and walking. Definitely. Um, and the yeah, we we're 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 on a kind of path we're in the right direction. We're heading in the right direction. Yeah. But there is a lot of work that still needs done. Yeah. Um, to, to enable more people to walk and cycle.
0: That, that's amazing that, that, that Scotland's really trying to kind of up and come and, and trying to push forward and so on a kind of bigger scale what, what's going on?
1: Well again it's, it's just a very exciting time in Scotland there, there was a commitment made um, by the Scottish Government and okay. um, our current transport minister, Hamza Youssef, has been yep. excellent for cycling and walking. Oh, amazing. I know that, that a lot
0: of people in the community will know Hamza which is which is brilliant.
1: Yeah, he's honestly he's been so good for, for us um, for cycling and walking and uh, he's making some really bold decisions. So in I programme guess. for government they've committed to double the investment in uh, active travel, cycling oh, wow. and walking. So it, it has gone from forty million last year to eighty million this year.
0: That's amazing, that's really amazing.
1: It is, it's really great and uh, it just shows you how seriously um, the government are taking uh, cycling and walking.
0: No, definitely, and and that's the thing, they should be taking it seriously, we all should be taking it more seriously because, you know, it it helps in everyday life and it helps in so many ways because, you know, it's helping to reduce the obesity problem it helps to reduce the environmental problem and it helps to put more cash in people's pockets so what's not to love really
1: a- absolutely and from a local authority perspective it, it's a really efficient way for lots of people to move around a, a confined space you know because that, that's why we see our roads getting all congested because you don't yeah. only fit so many vehicles Well, at certain precisely. Time, but you can get lots of people on bike and on foot so it's um yeah it's a really it's a fantastic thing to be involved in
0: Definitely, no, that's brilliant, definitely. So what can individuals themselves do? What can they do to enable themselves to cycle and walk and to get their communities more cycling and walking so that we can move forward and be in line with some of these other cities who are are getting it done, really?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I would say, uh, obviously, come and speak to us, come and speak to Sustrans, because we, you know, we have funding there to, to create safer, friendlier streets. Um, in line with the the Scottish government's program for government. Yeah. Um we are trying to create uh streets that people want to to to, to live in, you know, play on, yeah. um to to uh you know, to, and to move through safely.
0: No, that's brilliant. And it's brilliant to know that there's there is funding out there, that yeah. there is so much funding out there because I mean I know that your organization but also there's other organizations, you know, there is the Scottish government MCCF um, funding that's climate right, challenge yeah. fund. Yeah which is done through Keep Scotland Beautiful. And yep. But there is loads, so not only can it save the environment, save yourself money, but it can also bring money into your community right. and, and, and really benefit your community. Obviously individuals are, n- are not going to benefit but you know, in, financially, but your community is going to benefit from infrastructure, from tools, from learning, from knowledge. So there's so much, and, and this is simply by helping the environment and helping your body and getting on your bike or, or walking. can bring so many benefits which is amazing
1: yeah and there are other organizations worth mentioning you know cycling scotland do um a lot of cycle training so definitely they're they're a good organization uh, delivering bikeability in schools you've got um energy saving trust i think you were were mentioning um fuel efficient driver training i think they they offer that yeah um so there are a lot of a lot of big organizations out there getting involved in in cycling walking and, and sustainable transport which is um,
0: brilliant. So even if you can't cycle, there are organisations, as we saw yesterday with uh, Shigufta here, she was talking about Bikes for Good yeah, and teaching yeah, cycling. Yeah. But there are other organisations, if you can't access Bikes for Good, there's other organisations out there as well that can help you learn to cycle.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just uh, get in contact with, with Sustrans or with uh, Cycling Scotland and we'll put you in touch with the, the groups that we're in contact with. And and we're delivering um, our own projects as well uh, on the ground, so iBike's one, as I mentioned, in schools. Yeah. Um, But we have workplaces uh, through Active Travel Champions, we've got a Workplace Journey Challenge, uh, which is like a big kind of online competition uh, for people to to cycle to work, um, and a whole host of other projects
0: that's absolutely fabulous that's great and so they can just get in touch with you through website or are there other ways to get in touch with you as well
1: yeah i mean y- you can uh, i would th- the easiest way is probably just to go onto our website and and uh send us an email um, okay. can, the email address for us would be scotland at sustrans that's s-u-s-t-r-a-n-s dot mm-hmm. org dot uk um, if you've got any queries or anything that you, you any ideas about projects then please get in contact with us and we will support um, you if we can
0: That's fabulous, yeah. that's great and before you leave us today can you tell us, do you have any hints and tips for our listeners at home of, of anything that they can do either active travel or environmentally any little things, because one of the things that we're pushing this week is just one thing well not just this week, but all the weeks is just one thing, if people can have just one action. So, can you give us a few ideas of different actions people can take?
1: Yeah, I would say um, just one day um, out of your out of your week, try and uh, travel actively. To oh, that's w- to work that's a idea. Yeah. Um, and, and see how and see how you like it. You mm-hmm. know, because once you try it, um, quite often uh, that's that's all it takes. You, you realise the benefits, and, and off you go. So, just w- one day a week, um, see if you can travel actively. Try and. And, and Glasgow has an amazing uh, on street bike hire scheme you know so if you don't yes, own a bike you can go and hire one yeah and um, give it a bash try the south uh, west city way see what you think uh, yeah
0: that's brilliant so look, there's some there's some great ideas you know even if even if you're kind of thinking about commuting but think oh that's an awful lot to commit to commit to all at once just doing it once once a week you yeah. know or once once every couple of weeks to begin with and yeah. then you can build up and also if you don't have your own bike yet there are organisations and there is just in the in the streets there yep. are bikes there that you're able to access and use, which is absolutely fabulous. And I know that there's also other organisations of so maybe you're not quite in a position to buy a bike or, or even to rent a bike who can support you through getting a bike for free or for, for reduced price as well.
1: That's right, yeah, I think that's one of the schemes that uh, Bike for Good offer. Yes, yes it bike, is. There's a bike referral scheme. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of opportunities and now is a great time to be getting involved in, in cycling and walking.
0: Definitely, yeah. so there is really no obstacle in people's way to get on their bike. But as you've said, you know, it's not just about white bikes, it's about walking and that's completely free. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: And you've got a a pretty great um, sustainable transport, uh, actually public transport system in Glasgow. Yeah, no, we really do. Yeah, I used to live in Glasgow and I I loved it. You know, I never, ever uh, got moved around by car. uh, So yeah, Yeah. no, it's a a great city to to walk and and cycle around.
0: No, definitely. Matt, thank you so much for joining us and and for giving us all these really good insights and, and talking us through the different options that are there and different ways that people can get involved and everything. That's really good. So thank you so much.
1: Not at all. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Oh, thank you. Folks, that was inspirational. Some really good points and hints and tips here. And also access to funding. Um, you know, there, there are so many opportunities available to us all that, that many of us don't think about. There are so many different, different things that we can access and get involved in and take part of and take advantage of that, that we're just not taking advantage of. But before we talk more about that, folks, we're going to cross over to Nana for Nana's Spots for hints and tips back in the day. Nana,
2: thank you very much for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Nana. I hope you're all doing really well, looking after yourselves and taking time to be together during Ramadan. Tonight, I thought we would talk about furniture. I thought we would talk about the kids' rooms. Kids' rooms are full of chest of drawers and headboards and Often the chest of drawers gets chipped or you know doesn't look good, it looks tired and not always the best. Sometimes the drawer handles are falling off. So one of the things you can do is get some glue and some varnish and comics. and know I've done this and it looks absolutely great. I covered a chest of drawer with kids once with the comics. We just cut out the shape that fitted the chest of drawers and glued it on, and it just looks fabulous, cheery brightens the thing up completely and once the glue and the comics are dry what you want to do is varnish it and it'll last forever some kids want you to put comics only on the top and the front of the drawers and that's absolutely fine and the rest of it paint them a nice colour One of the other things that children really like is nice handles. So you could take the old handles off and just go and purchase some new handles or make handles out of um, rope, thick rope. They're great for handles. Just make a loop, tie and put it through the hole, tie a knot at the back. Great. The other thing that happens at this time of year is the kids are around a lot and hopefully, hopefully, um, we will have good weather throughout the summer so a couple of games that you can make very quickly for the kids to play out in the back garden take some old tins, you know, tins with soup or beans or tomatoes clean the tins out, take off the wrapper and be careful that you take off the, the, the lid completely make sure there's no rough or sharp edges that the kids could cut themselves on and always have staff super, um, parent supervision with them at all times So if you fancy making some toys for the kids, how about half a dozen tins cleaned out and all prepared and get some balls. Put the balls on the back wall or on a step and get the kids to throw the ball to see if they can chuck chuck the ball hard enough to drop the tins down off the wall. Also, how about um, putting the the tins out and just getting the kids to throw the balls in and out of the, the tins. It's a great way to do it. Other things you can do with tins is get some nail, a nail and a hammer, and stick some holes in the bottom, and you've got plant pots. Again, make sure that the children are supervised at all times. Also, the other thing you can do is um, use them for pen holders. You know, paint them up, or just put some nice ribbon round them, or um, rope. You know, just put rope all the way around up the top. It makes it look absolutely fabulous, and use them pen holders for the kids' rooms. We're, we all talk about food at ramadan we all make far too much food for ramadan and people don't eat as much as we think they're going to eat so if you've made loads and loads of food for lots and lots of people and you've got lots left remember you can always give it to others give it to charity give it to the homeless drop it into a neighbor if they've not got as much as you have maybe and just begin to look at how we use food if you've cooked a big chicken remember Don't cook one thing in the oven, put your oven on and cook lots of things together. That way it saves down on the money you spend and it also saves the amount of energy you use, which is good for the environment. But if you've cooked a chicken the night before and you've got the carcass left, don't throw it away. Stick it in a pot with some water, bring it up to the boil with some vegetables, carrots, onions, whatever veg you've got lying about and boil it for about or bring it to the boil and then simmer it for 40 minutes and after that. Take out the carcass, take off all the chicken that's left cooked and put it back in the pot with some rice and any other veg you've got and bring it through to the rice is ready. It's a great way of using leftovers. Any meat you've left over, any veg, you can turn into a pasta dinner the next night. It's a great way to use up leftover. So remember people, whatever you do, enjoy ramadan take time to enjoy each other and always think that the environment is is the place where we need to think about what we're doing with everything we use i'll speak to you all soon take care bye-bye
0: folks what can i say nana an inspiration is always i mean the woman is brilliant these are things as i keep saying that we totally forget all about that we totally forget that are there that we can access that we can use and again and again, as I keep saying, they're gonna save us money. They're saving the environment, they're saving us money, and they're making us feel better about ourselves. And especially in this time of Ramadan, you know, what what more could we want? What more could we want but to save an extra little bit of, of cash here and there and do our good deeds and, and use that money and those deeds in good and positive ways. But yeah, as we were, we were talking earlier, as I said, we were talking to, to Matt from Sustrans and he was giving us some really good ideas about active travel. And I know that I touched on it a bit yesterday about why active travel is so important. And it's because it's a way of looking after yourself. It's a way of looking after your body and your mind. But also a way of looking after the environment. Now, I know that a lot of you will go, oh, it's Ramadan, it's really hot, I'm really tired. But... There should be no reason why for shorter journeys. You can't even during the month of Ramadan consider taking some of those shorter journeys by bike or by foot and leaving the car at home because I'm telling you, I don't know how people do it driving through Ramadan. I feel like a lunatic on the roads whatever I've tried to drive because my concentrations level's just not there. I find it so much easier, get out, get on the foot, jump on the bike, jump on the public transport. It's so much easier. So, yeah, there are loads of different options and different ways of doing it. Um, as we spoke about the other day, about the carbon release, and we were speaking about earlier, the carbon released by driving by car. Now, I know that a lot of us don't have an option but to drive by car. But, you know, we've spoken to Matt today, who has given us lots and lots of different options and ideas that that we can use in different ways of travelling. And as he said, you know, seven kilometres, that's, that's roughly five miles. And I know to begin with, you might think that's an awful lot. Think small, think small, think, you know, cycle to the mosque. So if you live in Pollock Shields, Central Mosque, if that's the one that you use, it's only the most two miles away from you. There's nowhere in Pollock Shields really that's more than two miles away from Central Mosque. That's not that big a journey and it's all flat, which, you know, alhamdulillah is brilliant, especially while you're fasting and especially while the mosque is really busy and all our mosques are really busy trying to park and trying to find somewhere if the car park is full or if you're in the mosques and they're in the street and trying to find somewhere to park and then, especially at Tar-a-wee Player when it's late and starting your engine and annoying the neighbours and oh, it just starts a whole mess. Whereas if you cycle, you don't need to worry about parking. You don't need to worry about it being late. You don't need to worry about annoying the neighbours. Jump on your bike, it's totally silent. There's no noise whatsoever, which is absolutely brilliant unless you've not oiled your bike. So remember to take care of your bike. It's really important so lots and lots and lots of different ideas and as we've been talking in the last couple of weeks folks just one thing so let's pick just one thing that we can do to change and make a difference so any of the weeks you can pick from the energy from the food from the transport you know from resources from recycling and upcycling and cycling even just pick one thing and even if it's just from one of the weeks, or it could be from all of the weeks, one thing per week, and let's put it into practice. And before you know it, you'll be living a more sustainable lifestyle throughout everything that you're doing. And the difference that this will make to the environment, the differences will make to your wallet, the differences will make to how you feel just in general, you won't even begin to believe until you start doing it. And if we all work together as a community just think of the change that we could make because you know alhamdulillah we need to be protecting this beautiful creation for for now and for future generations because it is the future generations who are going to have to deal with what we have left behind so let's hope that we can all do one action and folks please come back and join us next week when we will be talking to um semvo about different ways of engaging in the community and getting involved and in environment and uh, environmental action, and different ways that we can that we can work together in order to protect the environment. And we will also be joining the sh- uh, studio with Shagufta Anwar once again as we do our kind of wrap up show, looking at all the different areas that we've been looking at throughout the weeks. And uh, folks, I hope you enjoy your environmental journey. Please stay tuned for the rest of the day as Radio Ramadan takes you through this fast. Salam alaikum.